Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. The province is coming through and with also with money from grants and everything else, but the, the GO station at West Harbor is now, at long last, going to have all-day GO service to Toronto. 14 trains a day. Each direction will be going to and from Hamilton, which will change things because it's been two, I think, up until now, two trains a day, not very many. This has been something a lot of people have waited for a long time. Here was Ken Mann's report. Minister of Transportation Caroline Mulroney says daily hourly passenger rail service will start August 7th between Union Station and Hamilton's West Harbour GO Station. For too long, commuters in Hamilton have had to rely on the Aldershot Station to get to downtown Toronto by public transit. Metrolink CEO Phil Verster says track modifications have made the expansion possible. Bayview Junction was crucial. Bayview Junction allowed us to separate in more clearer defined flows freight from uh, freight from passenger rail. Hamilton Mayor Fred Eisenberger adds that funding from last week's federal provincial transit announcement will be used to improve connecting HSR bus service to the West Harbor Station. Ken Mann, 900 CHML News. So there you go. We are, as of August 7th, going to be able to get into Toronto a lot easier if you want to take the GO station. Uh, Donna Skelly is the MPP for Flamborough Glanbrook. She was at the announcement yesterday. She joins us now. Donna, thanks for doing this today. Well, it's my pleasure. You have an exciting show ahead. I'm going to be listening all afternoon. Well, just don't have too much scotch as you celebrate later on. <laughs> uh, this is this topic may throw some people off, though, Don. I must say because we're going to be talking about trains, and it's not the LRT. I, some people, their heads are spinning just at not talking about the LRT. So, you know, prepare themselves accordingly. Exactly. But this is long overdue, and it is such an exciting announcement, and really a, an important uh, improvement to transit for the city of Hamilton for people right across the city. I remember covering these stories about promises to bring all day go, and I am so pleased to be part of a government that has actually delivered. It's it's going to, I think it's the biggest transit announcement really uh, in the city, um, certainly in my political career, and it will, it will make a big difference to so many people. Well, and some would argue that LRT would fall into that category too, although, you know, we know about the agreement or disagreement on that. But to your point about the fact that, you know, when you were at CHCH as a reporter, you were covering this, it goes back a long, long time. And even we're two or three years now into your government's term. I mean, it wasn't the Mm -hmm. first thing. Why has this taken so long to finally happen? It was is freeing up the CN rail line, and what we have really done is invested money to build an alternative so that CN can continue to move cargo and we can move people. And that was really the issue. There was a bottleneck in Aldershot and an inability to free up the line to allow us to run more trains. So it took an, a tremendous amount of negotiation completely making it a priority was another issue. When I was first elected, my first conversation with Phil Verster, who is the CEO of Metrolinx, was to get all day go to Hamilton. And uh, he worked and has worked continually on that file. And with Minister Mulrooney pushing it, we were able to come to a resolution, also building additional rail. And you're going to see that continuing this is really only one step in an ongoing process, the most recent step. We have plans to extend it, of course, the service, the all-day service to Centennial Parkway, the terminal built there, as well as Niagara. 
uh, it has taken time simply because we had to negotiate with CN and compromise and and also build additional track, allowing CN to move the cargo, the freight trains through this particular area, which is the bottleneck in the entire system. This is scheduled, as we heard, to start on August 7, which is really a short time from now. I mean, it's not very long, which suggests to me anyway that we've known this was going to be happening for a while. Is that fair that this has been, the final discussions have been in place for some time now? The announcement just happened to be yesterday? Well, I'd say that the, yes, yes and no. We have been discussing with Metrolinx and and working with Metrolinx and CN since we were elected to make this happen. Uh, It has been fairly recent through COVID that we were able to arrive at a resolution and felt that, you know, now that COVID, we're in stage three and we're we're seeing a a bit of a, a light at the end of the tunnel, we're hoping more people will feel comfortable taking transit. And if they don't only work from home and choose to go back to the office, if it's in the downtown core of Toronto, they will now have a, a really good option to get to Toronto. It's interesting that 62% of the commuters who leave the Aldershot station live in Hamilton. And if you've ever tried to catch the ghost the GO train in Aldershot, it's almost impossible to find a parking spot. The West Harbour Station has 200 parking spots, multi-level parking, so it can accommodate a tremendous amount of commuters who now have the option of leaving from the West Harbour Station and not Aldershot. So it's, it's really a great, great, great uh, news day for, for the people of, of Hamilton and the fact that the last train leaves the uh, Union Station at quarter to 12 again provides so many more options for people who do want to commute and, and leave from the West Harbor Station. You mentioned COVID and you said, you know, if people are going back. Now, I remember reading a piece in the spec some months ago that at one point, there were two riders on average per train taking mm-hmm. the train out of mm-hmm. West Harbor. I mean, it was essentially a dead station. Is this a pilot project? Are we waiting to see whether this catches on or is this permanent no matter what? This is permanent regardless. The reason, I think one of the reasons why we were only seeing a handful of people leave from the uh, station, the West Harbor Station, is because if you left your vehicle there, you had to figure out how to get back to that station to pick up your vehicle. You, and there were only, I think, four trains a day. So you really were limited in options. If you missed one of those trains and you were stuck either taking a bus or going to Aldershot, you still had to figure out how to get your vehicle. So that was one of the obstacles, one of the barriers that prevented people from uh, using the West Harbor Station. I think if you are a commuter and you are a Hamiltonian, this is certainly something that you will consider. It makes sense. One of the big... uh, one of the big congestion areas on the QEW is between Hamilton and Burlington. So, and I've driven it many, 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 many times, and, and you can get stopped in that particular section. So this, you know, you can avoid that traffic jam, go to West Harbor now, and, and uh, pick one of many trains to go to Toronto and, and return. And you mentioned the two... That you can get a train. Well, and you mentioned the 200 parking spots, and I, I'm wondering if... 200 parking spots sounds like a lot until you say, well, we're going to have more than 200 people who are going to take the train into Toronto over the course of the day and leave their cars there. 
once those are gone, where do people park? Because, I mean, because that's not an easy place to find parking if you're not in those 200 spots. You're, that is absolutely right. And we're encouraging people, of course. We just uh, two weeks ago announced the expansion of 300 and some million dollars to build a bus barn and expand uh, the A-line. And we will be doing that. We, well, we, the city of Hamilton, has the funding now and the resources to significantly improve local transit, and hopefully people will utilize the, the improved bus system to go from their home to the GO station if they choose to take go right into Toronto. So it's, it's really, uh, you know, uh, an integrated network. We've got LRT, which, you know, the, um, in the books, it's, the commitment is there. And, of course, we have this expanded transit system now across the city of Hamilton, or at least a commitment to expand the local transit system. I, when I was a, a local city councillor, I used transit, and it is good. It was good for me. I was uh, only had to use one bus to get to City Hall from where I lived. But for a lot of other people, it just doesn't work. With expanded local transit service, I think that it is a better option. And hopefully, it will mean that they won't need to bring their car, they won't need to drive to the station, and we will have enough of the 200 parking spaces to accommodate people who don't want to use public transit to get to the GO station and, and do want to drive. Now, I know this is a discussion about the GO service, but I mean, public transit, as you say, becomes part of this. And I I look at this and I think, you know, the $370 million commitment is great, but I think there's an awful lot of people in this city who may want to use that GO service, but the public transit option to get there is going to be a prove it to me kind of thing. You better show me that I don't have to sort of set aside most of my day to commute down there or else I'm going to find my car and just drive to Aldershot anyway because I have a better chance of finding a parking spot. There's, there's going to be a proving ground here to see if the public transit improvements actually work for people. I hope it does. I really do. And I do have a lot of faith in the city in, in rolling out a more improved, a much more improved transit system. The money is there. Certainly the, uh, the will is there to improve the local transit system. But not everybody wants to use public transit for whatever reason. And if the 200 spaces are simply not enough, if we find that we need more, then that's uh, actually a, a good problem to have. And, and there, there are options where we could perhaps allocate more funds and build more parking spaces, you know, tiered parking, et cetera. But we're far from that problem. Uh, we need to fill it up. We need to fill those trains. And we need, and again, if, you know, our plan is to extend this to Centennial, um, the Centennial Parkway um, uh, new GO station as well. So then, uh, again, we will have people in, in the city of Hamilton will have that option to drive there, park their car, and get on GO. The great news is that, as I say, people from Hamilton can now get to Toronto a lot easier throughout the day. Every every effect has an equal and opposite reaction. I think that was a chemical thing that I learned in high school <laughs> once upon a time. Um We've seen many, many Torontonians already who have been priced out of their city moving this way. Do you think now having this easier access is going to accelerate that even further? And, you know, we know what happens then with house prices and everything else. I mean, it's a good news thing, but is there a concern that this may have a ripple effect that isn't as ideal? I think that's happening regardless of whether we have expanded GO service or not. You're seeing people moving from the GTHA purchasing homes, uh, and really pushing the price of a home in Hamilton through the roof. It is almost 
unaffordable. It is becoming unaffordable. I do worry that that is a a pattern that we're seeing, and I do worry that the next generation of young people in the city of Hamilton won't be able to afford to buy a house. But that is a problem that uh, I think the city is going to have to wrestle with with their uh, decision to either or not uh, extend the urban boundaries. It's it will that that decision will play a key role in whether or not people can afford to buy a home in the city of Hamilton. Living in in a condo is wonderful if you want to live in a condo, but not everybody wants to live in a condo or raise a family in a high rise building. So it. There is no doubt that all-day go service is a very attractive uh, characteristic for the city that will will bring more people from the GTHA or GTA to Hamilton. But in terms of affordability for folks who live in Hamilton currently and want to buy a house, there are so many so many issues that will uh, determine mm-hmm. whether or not they can. And um, you know the the exodus of people from Toronto to to, to Hamilton certainly is is uh, influencing the price of of a home right now well it is uh it is surely going to i would think make west harbor a more a busier and uh an area of more focus in town it's almost a shame Mm -hmm. we don't have something there i don't know like a stadium or something but anyway that's a whole different discussion for a whole different day um donna skelly mpp for flamborough glanbrook really appreciate the time today thanks for doing this Anytime. Enjoy the Olympics, by the way. I'm watching them all the time. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.